At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. We welcome you in. It is another edition of Betting Across America here for the next six hours between the South Point and Circa Sportsbook Studios live from Las Vegas. We're presented, as always, by BetMGM. I'm Ben Wilson with Wes Reynolds. Great to be back with you, Wes, man. Good always morning, Ben. How oh, are you? I'm great. We've got, look, Wes's team, the Indianapolis Colts, gets underway. Big slate in the National Football League today, Wes, we're at least, and based on last night and from Thursday night, we're starting to see a little more action from the ones in preseason, mm-hmm. which is nice. we got a lot of line moves that we will get to here also, full days on the Major League Baseball card. Get Wes's thoughts. We got some golf going on right now. BMW Championship round number three. Cincinnati, the tennis. I, I'm, you know, I'm always interested in that stuff. Of Is course, that the uh, Western and yeah. Southern Open. Western uh, and the, Southern Open. The prelim before we get to Flushing Meadows in a couple See, weeks for the U.S. Well, Open. We could, Wes and I, we, we could, we could talk about literally anything. So we will discuss all of those things, but heavily NFL because we are now fully into Week Two of the preseason here, uh, and so a lot for us to get to. We have two games starting at the top of our next hour, one o'clock on the East Coast. Get full breakdowns into those ones. We have some pretty big uh, line moves as well in Broncos and Bills, as well as that that uh, Colts game as they take on the Lions in Indianapolis. Uh, first, though, Wes, and, and this, who knows, will it be a harbinger of things to come for the rest of this week, two in the preseason? We'll see. But after week one, where every single game but one went over the total, we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of these games this week get bet to the over. 
maybe some return to what the preseason predictions were. We had two of the three games go under last night. Want to get your takeaways from all three games, but I don't know, maybe the classic overreaction from the general betting market. West, do you feel that same I, I way? I think part and parcel, the fact that, look, when these were even open on Monday before betters even got a first crack at them, they adjusted upwards, not only because what we saw last week, it was 14 and three, if you count that Hall of Fame game, of course, in Canton uh, to the over. But the fact of the matter is, look, you would anticipate that you're going to get more starters in week two. Some teams, yes, some teams not. Like, for example, Indianapolis today, by the way, you're seeing that total drop to 37 and a half. Matt Ryan not going to go for the Indianapolis Colts against Detroit here, kicking off about an hour from now in Lucas Oil Stadium. But everything is information-based, and I think they got taxed a little bit yeah. in terms of the totals to the over. And then what happens are, you know, some of them move upwards because guys are like, the guys are going to bet the openers are going to say, okay, we're going to take a number. This is going to close a little bit higher. And then you get the buyback. And I think you've seen that so far. Three of the four, uh, two of the three last night do go well under the total. And look, you, you think about uh, one of those games that you had to survive a late uh, scare at Green Bay where the Saints mm -hmm. did have a first and goal in, uh, in the late game situation inside two minutes there. Were unable to score. Had a touchdown that was overturned due to an offensive pass interference. As far as takeaways from that game, though, Packers win that one 20 to 10 as three and a half point favorites. 37 was the total there. So that thing does stay under uh, by the touchdown. Not that you would expect to have many big takeaways from a game where Ian Book played the entire game for the right. Saints and Jordan Love played three quarters for Green Bay. But there's been this weird narrative in NFL media circles, West, throughout this camp that is to say, and Jordan Love's really taken a big step forward this year. And, and this is year number three. Year number two of him actually being fully active. He was injured, didn't play his entire rookie season during the pandemic year in 2020. I don't know what people are watching with, with Love when, when I've watched well, the tape so far. I mean, 25 of 48 now through two preseason games. That's six quarters they've, they've played Love in. I don't know. I don't get it, Wes. Are you seeing anything different? A guy who's missing throws left and right and really has not been accurate. I'm at all. in the middle on Jordan Love, and I'll go back to the first preseason game out in San Francisco. He threw three interceptions. They weren't all on him. One was on him. One was yeah, a really bad throw. Yeah. And then one was off. I forget the tight end's name. Uh, went off his hands. And then one, Romeo Dobbs just got out battled for. He's had a stellar rookie camp, but got out battled on that play. And that was an interception. Uh, Jordan Love, I believe he did go 12 of 24 for 113 and a touchdown. To be fair, he had like four or five drops, you know, but yeah, you're exactly. going to have that in preseason when you're working with twos and threes and four fourth unit guys. So, but no, I, I don't think that this has been like a dramatic upgrade necessarily for Jordan Love. I think if uh, that team in Green Bay is going to have him out there, they're going to be in trouble. We kind of we kind of saw what we saw. I know it was a, you know, short-term starting role for Jordan Love when he went to Kansas City, but that team was getting shut out late into the fourth yeah. quarter. And yeah. then they, remember, remember that went up? I think it went up to what? Seven, seven and a half yeah. that week, and if that's, I recall. Right. And that's kind of why, even though, yeah. like, as you point out, this doesn't have any immediate betting implications because as long as Aaron Rodgers is healthy, this will be a non-story. But you think about where, like say where Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers are at in year three mm -hmm. of, of Aaron Rodgers and right. how the, the gap was, I mean, there was certainly was a difference a in the betting market, more narrow, yes. but it wasn't necessarily ginormous. And we saw that in the Dallas game. If you remember that the, the Thursday night game, right after Thanksgiving, 2007, where Rodgers came in in relief and looked pretty damn good, mm -hmm. even in a losing effort. The, the difference now, and you mentioned that game last year in Kansas city, where Packers are what it was a, a pick them to Packers minus one on the road line flips, eight and a half points. Yes. And I think what we're trying to figure out this preseason is 
has that gap narrowed in the betting markets at all? To which I would say, I, I don't, no. I don't no. think if it has very little effect, I think as we're uh, actually looking at the monitor, they are replaying that game last night. They Aaron Rodgers yes. on the headset talking to Kevin Harlan and the announcers in the booth. So, John uh, Kuhn, the new uh, color analyst. Yes, John Kuhn. I know, I know Wes, Wes loves it good though. Yeah, John, Abs- John Ab- Kuhn Absolutely. Reference. But yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think we know what Green Bay is going to be. 12 is not going to play in the preseason. He's going to be ready to go for week one in Minnesota. In terms of the receiving core, I think that they're going to be okay. It's going to take some time, you know, because you've kind of got both ends of the spectrum. You've got guys that are, you know, just barely hanging on toward the back nine of their career, like the Randall Cobbs of the world. And then you've got the rookies, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs and company. So look, I like Minnesota in the division, not necessarily because I think green Bay is going to fall off a cliff because Mm -hmm. I'm a little higher on the Vikings than the market, but I don't think Green Bay all of a sudden, you know, you lose Devontae Adams, that's a big loss. I don't think all of a sudden this is an eight or nine win team, though. I think right. this is still a very good team that's going to be heard from in the NFC. Yeah, and like like I said, it's not like I look at his numbers 25 of 48 and say, well, that just means he's not ready because there are the, the drops and the issues from his receivers. Uh, the You were mentioning it was uh, Tyler Davis, their backup tight end, yeah, fumbled, that's, that's fumbled each of the first two games in the preseason up there for Green Bay. It's more just like Matt LaFleur had the comments after week one saying, I want to see better timing. I want to see more anticipation of routes. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, last night and in, in watching every snap of that game, they, they ran a lot of the timing, the back shoulder, the 15 yard out routes and looked, I mean, there were a couple that yes, balls were dropped, but were thrown into tight windows. Love was just late on a lot of those throws. And it kind of makes you realize how good Aaron Rodgers has been when you realize those are, those are basically layups for him. Yeah. So those are my, that was really my green Bay takeaway. At least that kind of extending from the first, uh, from the first game of the preseason West at least for New Orleans, again, you can't really have any takeaways on their side of the ball. But I will say, we don't ever really talk about special teams a lot and don't give it that much credence in the betting market. But the Saints, I mean, Will Lutz, it's a 59-yard field goal, and they have this new punter who, come, who comes in the game. Uh, Blake Gillikin hits an 81-yard punt, had a 67-yarder as well. So at least special teams actually look pretty good for a Saints team that is probably going to have to rely on special teams and Pat defense Pat McAfee's dancing on the table <laughs> watching that punt like he does on Friday night SmackDown on, on yeah. Fox. Uh, so, yeah, first you had the punt god, uh, Matt Ariza, I believe, for the Buffalo Bills last week, had an 80-plus yarder. So, uh, yeah, special teams often get ignored. But that's what these guys, you know, when you're looking at, okay, who are the last guys to make the roster? Because they always say, oh, all these jobs are up in the air. It's a 53-man active roster to start week one. 48 to 49 and the jobs are spoken for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There's no real position battle, but you're looking for your, like your sixth or seventh defensive back. That's probably going to play on special teams. It's going to be a third unit guy in terms of a position, your last running back, your last receiver. That's pretty much what you're looking for. And those guys are going to make the club on special teams. No doubt. A couple other games. Want to get Wes's takeaways from week two. Uh, it began in earnest Thursday night with that Chicago Seattle game, but a couple other games last night, Patriots win. They cover six and a half point favorites their total stays under the 38 20 to 10 win over Carolina limited for Mac Jones we only saw him a couple series four of eight 61 yards last night and it was really a a chance for some extended action for Matt Corral who now figures to be that the third quarterback in Carolina nine of 15 58 yards 3.9 yeah on the Carolina side uh, no Baker Mayfield no Sam Darnold Matt rules obviously saying we haven't made the decision yet we'll make it when the time is right I think the decision is made it is going to be Baker Mayfield Matt rules fighting for his life does does he want to really go with Sam Darnold? I think he saw enough in a limited sample size last year. It's like, hey, let's give this Mayfield guy a shot. So 
you didn't see either of those guys play last night. In terms of the Patriots, I believe you just had one play caller last night up there in New England. That would be Matt Patricia because him and Joe Judge were kind of switching a little bit in that first game. And, uh, you know, they say, hey, we're trying to simplify the offense for Mac Jones. I thought it was pretty simple last year. Mm -hmm. I I think maybe now is the time, okay, you want to add a little bit more. Mac Jones, by the way, slow start. I think they went three and out on the first series and then ended up four of eight for 61 yards. It was largely Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi that went for the Patriots. But, uh, you know, Carolina had a chance to cover there in the fourth quarter, but they got dominated. You look at the stats, 375 to 192. So rightful team won and covered in Foxborough. Yeah, and you think about uh, late game situations, it's it's maybe ha- had an impact on some of our betting strategies because mm-hmm. you know, maybe, I don't know how you've attacked this, West, but games like that or even what we saw in L.A., we'll talk about, get Wes's thoughts on the uh, the game in L.A. in a second here, coming on the other side of our break uh, with Houston and, and the Rams last night. That had late game betting implications yes. for people staying up uh, uh, way, way, way late there on the West Coast. You're going to have um, funky situations yeah. all the time, though. We kind of saw it on Thursday night, 27 to 11. If you bet the under early, you obviously cash the ticket. I think it closed 38 and a half pretty much globally and market wide. But look, Seattle doesn't score, but they force a punt. Pete Carroll's taking timeouts down 16 (laughs) with like less than a minute to go. Is he going to necessarily do that in the regular season? No. So you're going to get these hinky funky scenarios in the preseason where it's like, Hey, this is an experiment. And that's exactly what they're going to do is experiment. If I don't know how you've approached the the general game by game betting, but are you looking at, First halves, if you are if you are in a position where you feel like there is an edge out there based yeah. on the information we're getting. I actually think that's the best way to bet the preseason is kind of do some derivative markets, do some first halves, do some second halves. You know, you get that higher scoring because you're going to get the ones and the twos in the first half instead of the threes and the fours more often than not. So you pay a tax if you're betting over for the first half. So oftentimes, you know, I see a high scoring first half. It tends to die there in the second half with all the, you know, guys that are just hanging on to make the team. So I usually play a lot of Unders right. in the second. Yeah, half. Look, and the one game that did go over last night, the fighting Jeff Driscoll's. Well, all those and the Texas, fighting Kyle Allen's. He uh, looked actually pretty he, good. He, There's he a reason why that guy's never good enough to be a number <laughs> one, but he's always good enough to be a backup. Get Wes's thoughts on the Texans Rams game from last night. And then we'll get into our previews for today. Two games coming up at the top of our one o'clock Eastern hour. We'll preview both of those. Get into the rest of the Major League Baseball, some PGA, some tennis. We'll do all of that over the next two hours, 45 minutes, right here on Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game, and it is now updated every 10 minutes. You see changes in all the action in real time. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com, especially valuable today, Wes Reynolds, because we got eight NFL games on the mm-hmm. card. It is a NFL day, preseason week two, whole lot of movement on a lot of the lines, which we're going to get into in just a second. Two games starting at the top of our one o'clock Eastern hour. Uh, just real quick, one other game to talk about from last night. We talked about the uh, the Jeff Driscoll late comeback, A for the over and B for the Texans, who were two and a half point favorites on the road there in LA with the Rams sitting uh, most of their starters. And as we anticipated, no Matthew Stafford either as the quarterback there. 24-20 though, Texans uh, get that win. And we at least did as well. And in addition to Driscoll, we saw a good amount West last night of uh, Davis Mills, who it's funny, at least here on the network at VEASAN over the past few weeks, he's become kind of an interesting uh, talking point where we've, we've had some differentiation and some difference in opinion on, okay, what, what actually are we going to get out of Davis Mills this year? 10 of 17 and 96 yards of the touchdown there last night. Yeah, this is Davis Mills's one season basically to prove that he can either be the quarterback in Houston or somewhere else. Uh, I thought he progressed a little bit. You know, he hung in there with not a lot around him. He doesn't have a lot of talent around him this year for that matter. So we kind of expect Houston because that win total is four and a half. And I wrote up the AFC South for the betting guide, uh, the NFL, which is going to come out later this week and wrote up Houston. And I looked at four and a half. I was like, well, they're either going to win four games or they're going to win five games. So I have no (laughs) play or no recommendation on this because I think that team's going to play hard for Lovey Smith every week, but there is a dearth of talent at multiple positions on that team. Uh, Houston, I think people expect based on their win total, that they're going to be one of the bottom teams in the league that they're going to be in line for maybe a Bryce young out of Alabama or CJ Stroud out of Ohio state, who I think everybody rates those as one, two or in either order Mm -hmm. for the quarterbacks for the 2023 NFL draft. But 
you know, you look and, and he hung in there. A lot of short passes. You didn't really see a lot of the numbers last night. 10 of 17, 96 yards, was sacked twice, did throw a touchdown. Kyle Allen also looked pretty solid as a backup. And Kyle Allen's one of those guys that, like, always gets a job in the league. He's never quite enough good to be a long-term starter or franchise quarterback, but he's always good enough to be a backup and kind of, you know, help bail you out in a pinch. So he looked relatively solid last night uh, for the Rams. Of course, no Matthew Stafford did see John Wolford. It was not Bryce Perkins the entire game like it was last weekend against the Chargers. Uh, Wolford 14-22-142. Bryce Perkins 11-13 for 123. So, you know, Perkins has played pretty solid in these preseason spots, but you know, I know Wolford has the experience. I mean, he started a playoff game for them once, for God's sakes. But you wonder what the end, if it's just precautionary with Sean McVay, with Matthew Stafford, or if there's like some fire there in terms of where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. If he's really going to be hurt, that has certainly been bad, at least on the rumor. Bills were getting the money anyway, and they're getting the money in the futures markets and all the division markets anyway. But now you're seeing two and a half. And I wonder, you know, if in fact threes may come for that opening night game, that Thursday night game for week one, uh, if we're finally going to see some threes, we're starting to see some two and a half minus 115 so usually we can get that minus 115 or that minus 120 right. next to it that's very close to going to three that's where we're at now at least at bet mgm as well this is again week one bills at rams to open the season when we were having this conversation about a week ago on uh, primetime action matt brown we gave really his opinion of thinking you know what is it worth maybe a, a speculative play on buffalo even if you're getting anything sub three where if Stafford is out, I mean, what is that line realistically, Wes? Is it five and a half? Is it six? You, Buffalo, you, maybe you even got, more? You got to think that it would be. Uh, and look, uh, that's what that's what I was saying. You know, maybe wait for that. And if it stays where it is, if all of a sudden Stafford's clear, I don't think this is like going to drive all the way back to pick. Yeah. I mean, it may go to two and a half, two or one and a half or something like that. So it's not going to all of a sudden be the Rams be the favorite like they were on the opener minus one. So. I still think it's in teaser range. If you want to tease the Rams in week one and find a partner to go with it. If that's still one and a half, you're still getting through those long numbers yep. of three and seven. So you should be fine in that regard. So you don't necessarily have to rush and take the Rams teasers. Now, just in case, you know, Stafford's hurt. And then all of a sudden you're only getting eight and a half on a teaser when you get six on a regular spread. And yeah, and that's pretty much what we saw market wide about one, one and a half is before we started to see some of the concerns about Matthew Stafford and uh, for what it's worth, a lot of the, the comments coming out of camp over the last week or week and a half has really been mm -hmm. more of the, okay, it's really not a big deal. This was always the plan the whole way. And so this kind of becomes the classic case of, you know, who, who do you believe? Yeah. He said, she said, is this a real thing like, or is that really the plan? Or are you just kind of saying that? So I think, yeah. I think maybe there's a little bit of truth to both sides. But potentially some truth to both sides. Uh, as far as this week, because like we mentioned, eight games starting in a little over uh, 40 minutes. Two of them will start at the one o'clock Eastern hour. Let's start in Indianapolis, Wes, where you spent uh, many, many a year. Wes, our Indiana guy. Uh, Lions and Colts, we've seen a pretty significant uh, line move here. Lions were uh, favored initially by about two and a half points on the road here. Seeing it down to about one, BetMGM is at Lions favored by a point and a half on the road. Totals had a big drop as well from 40 and a half 
down to 38 this morning, and even in the last 15 minutes now, Wes, down to 37 and a half, and, and a lot of that coming on the uh, the news of who will be or who will not be at quarterback today for Indianapolis. Yeah, Matt Ryan not going to go for Indianapolis. By the way, uh, you're seeing a lot more of this this week in terms of eight games, so about half the league, and one of the reasons why I think maybe scoring was up a little bit is because you had some limited contact because there weren't these joint practices. I think there were only four teams in week one that had the joint practices, so you're basically practicing against air you're basically doing seven on seven not doing as much hitting but when you get another team like the the lions came to westfield indiana to go ahead and uh, do two days of joint practices with the colts and when you get into hitting other guys it's obviously going to be more physical guys are a little bit more on edge you know tired of not being able to hit or hitting their teammates or whatnot so that's why i think maybe another reason you could see scoring end up being down this week because even though these teams aren't necessarily opening their playbooks per say you still kind of understand okay what do they got you know in Mm -hmm. terms of different matchups and coaches look they're taping these scrimmages and these joint practices so they're going to go and watch film you know late afternoon early evening when they send the guys home for the day and say okay what are we preparing for what do we want to show here but uh uh, majority of the starters aren't going to see the field today uh frank reich basically said that and these coaches know dan campbell and frank reich of course talked you know who's going to play who's going to not in terms of quarterback Foles is going to play a quarter. Ellinger's probably going to play at least a quarter and a half. And then Jack Cohn is going to finish it up. So one of the things I want to see though, with the Colts and I watched that game last Saturday afternoon, pretty much every snap until the NFL network take away from the feed, but I digress Uh, Buffalo and Indianapolis. One of the things I noticed, you didn't see a lot of separation with the Colts receivers. And that's kind of one of the areas and one of the focal points people are looking at with this team. You don't have a T.Y. Hilton. Michael Pittman had a thousand yards last year. He's very good. But can Alec Pierce and these other receivers, uh, Paris Campbell out of Ohio State, who hadn't been able to stay healthy the last couple of years, can they, you know, be big play guys and help a new quarterback, a fourth starter in four years in Indianapolis at that position? Can they help him out? So you didn't see a lot of separation so it's like do I want to say there's a cost for concern with Indianapolis or do I want to give Buffalo credit and the fact that they're very deep in the secondary and they just cover the hell out of you and I think maybe you could do both right well and of course naturally you think about well what were what were some of the downfalls for Matt Ryan in Atlanta and it was receivers who especially once Julio Jones was a injured and then B not on the team anymore it Mm -hmm. was guys who could find separation and when you tie that into what Jim Irsay the owner who as we know has has never shied away from a microphone the other West Indianapolis comes out and basically throws Carson Wentz under the bus and says, look, it was just totally unacceptable. The inconsistencies we have, we've had at quarterback, especially last season. I mean, look, there's, there's a lot of pressure. We knew this already going in on Matt Ryan. It's not like the guy was, has been living under a rock, right? I mean, he knew what was the case at that position in Indianapolis, but you combine what you just talked about from week one, you don't want to overreact, but that could be a concern. And you also think about where, where he is at in his career and how much they are really riding mm-hmm. on him there in Indy. It, that's, it's going to be an interesting case study, especially, I would think, early on, Wes, where you have two teams who you should beat. You have Houston Jacksonville right out of the gates. We have seen a, a big issue with this Colts team has been the struggles against the dregs of the AFC South, yes. and it's put him behind the eight ball. So yes. I, I wonder what you, how you feel like these first couple of weeks are going to look like for, well, for Ryan Well, you get two divisional games both on the road right away, and I know they look like, okay, check marks when you're going exactly. down season wins or season projections, but hasn't necessarily been so. And I've been telling people, hey, if you're 
going to get in those like survivor pools. Don't necessarily just run to go take Indianapolis because remember two years ago in Jacksonville, Phillip Rivers' first game. So, you know, I will two, never forget that, Wes. But, I had them in survivor. But still, two <laughs> divisional road games, even though they're against yeah. three and four respectively in the division, you come out two and oh with Kansas City coming in, you're going to feel pretty darn good. So, uh, you know, Colts not going to play a lot of starters today. I don't think Detroit is going to do the same. We're not going to see a lot of Aiden Hutchinson, we wouldn't think, today, or a lot of their first stringers. Detroit, one of those things, too, because people watch Hard Knocks on HBO. I watched the second episode on Wednesday night as well. Sometimes you get that hard knocks tax that tax because, you know, when you watch that show and how well produced it is, you're like, hey, these guys aren't half bad, right? You know, these are a likable team, so I want to bet them. So sometimes you get that tax a little bit. Atlanta went ahead and got it done. Ritter with the late touchdown pass to beat Detroit last week. So this is one I might look for an in-game or a second half, but nothing for me okay. as of now. Not going to lie, Wes. I'm out on hard knocks. I just can't do it anymore. You can't? It's, it's the same crap every year. It is year. the same form. It's literally the same. I watched the first five, the first Dan Campbell monologue, and I was like, all right, that's all I needed to see. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> ready to go bite some kneecaps. I, I'm ready to bite some kneecaps. We'll have more NFL preseason discussion when we return here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Wes Reynolds, who you, you wrote a bunch of different conferences for College Football Guide. You're doing uh, the AFC South here for the, the NFL? AFC South Boom. and the NFC South oh, uh, will be it. in the betting guide and also uh, try to get some win totals in there Absolutely. and uh, a Super Bowl pick. Uh, I think a couple people actually like the Indianapolis Colts as a long uh, shot this year at around 25 to 1. That is a very stacked AFC, though, but I think – Everybody's bet them from the division. I have them at even money. They're at minus 130. I still think that that's playable. Obviously, yeah. you don't want to necessarily take the worst of the number. And you hate it when there's like a consensus, I think, on one side. But I don't know if it's necessarily people just up and really enthralled with Indianapolis. Some, I'm sure, are excited about them. But I think it's the fact that Tennessee, look, what were they, 6-1 and one in uh, games of three points or less or games decided by three points or less last season. So usually when you have something like that, you anticipate regret the following season uh, yeah. and plus that painful loss that they took to sack Joe Burrow nine times right. and still find a way to lose a playoff game at home to a team that had never won a road game in their 54 year franchise history. So sometimes that takes another year to get over that loss. So that's why I think you're seeing pretty much one way traffic on the Colts in that market. Yep. Just look a team that screams regression in every, yes. every way the Titans and when you look when you aren't even in the top half of football outsiders DVOA end of season rankings. Yeah, and they you were, were the worst and you were the one, one or number two seed yeah. ever. I think they were like 20th in overall DVOA. That would kind of be like, all right, let's maybe fade this team next year. But speaking of uh, seemingly everybody being on the same side of, of a particular team, everybody seems to be in love with this uh, Lions team. Again, Lions and Colts coming up at the top of the hour as we're looking at it right now at BetMGM. Lions, a point and a half favorite, 37 and a half year total. Again, no Matt Ryan at quarterback. He will not be playing today 
for Indy. I just saw this from uh, Ben Fox yesterday. Somebody at uh, DraftKings put a $2,000 bet down on the Lions to win it all. 150 to one, second largest Super Bowl liability. For, Somebody's uh, doing for a tax write-off on uh, that one. Clear, yeah, clearly. But, I mean, it's, it's kind of been the same thing, Wes. Not from a overall Super Bowl future standpoint in general, but from the win totals where the Lions have gotten yeah. steady, steady play, even some long shot NFC North bets have come on them really all off season. And I would say it's not really a hard knocks thing as much as a, as like a, a and there's the well, tweet, by the way, from, uh, from Ben Fox that we uh, had uh, had yesterday, but it's more of a, a general kind of like domino effect where you've seen some of the good off season moves and a mm-hmm. couple of smart people very early on. We're mm-hmm. like, you know what? This, this team is better than that initial win total. Of, of like a six would suggest. And it's just been one way traffic West. Ever yeah, since. I know some of the numbers guys and some of the PFF guys that join us on our programming up down the lineup here on visa and are really high on these guys. I didn't do anything with the win total. I think that they're going to be better just because I think that they have a culture there. One of the things that the lions are doing, one of the things I think they've been very smart about doing is like, okay, we can't get better at everything within one year, even two years, maybe even three years for that matter. But one thing that we can do is get tougher at the line of scrimmage. And that's what I think that they're doing. If you look at, you know, their recent draft picks with Decker on the offensive line, with Penny Sewell on the right side, with Aiden Hutchinson, who I thought had a very nice debut against Atlanta. That was prominently featured, by the way, in the second uh, half of Hard Knocks with his uh, his uh, lovely mother and his lovely sisters uh, up there in the uh, booth uh, discussing uh, what they were seeing on the field. But nevertheless, you know, they're trying to get tougher. And I think Dan Campbell wants to establish that culture. And I know you watched that one episode and you've kind of been like, you know, I've seen this formula kind of for like 20 years. It's pretty much the same show with just different personalities. But nevertheless, you get the feeling that guys will play hard for Dan Campbell. And they are buying in and they were three and 13 and one last year, but they really didn't get blown out in a ton of games. One game they did get blown out was by Philadelphia, 44 to six. And who do they play in week one? The Philadelphia Eagles, who the market seems to be in love with. You have more people picking them to win the NFC East, I think, than the Dallas Cowboys, who are still the market favorite. So beware of uh, these road favorites in week one, in which there are 10 out of 16 road favorites in those games. Yeah, be a little gun shy on the Philadelphia I, Eagles. I'm, I'm with you uh, on that as well. I also remember having a wager on the Lions in that, in that game where at about uh, what 10, 27 a.m. Do you, pref- do you Pacific, prefer quick deaths or uh, prolonged? I, you know, uh, I, I, if, if, if you're going to lose, just let's just get it over with yes. right away. I, and that Moving was a, on. That was a classic game. Yes, that, 10, that 27 was, That was when Dave Ross and I did the green zone and we <laughs> had stringers right. on every game. And I think we cut the stringer loose at about 10.45 Pacific time. That was a good, probably a wise, wise decision there. Uh, so that game, one of the two coming up at 1 o'clock on the East Coast. The other game that starts here shortly, it's Denver and Buffalo in uh, Buffalo there, and this will likely be your largest spread of the week two preseason games. Bills right now, a consensus seven-point mm-hmm. favorite market-wide. This opened, I saw West in some shops, minus three early in the week, but we get the reports that Josh Allen and the first stringers will at least play some for Buffalo. Maybe a bit of a, a surprise, but Sean McDermott wanting to at least give his star QB and, and his guys some real game reps. And so as a result, you've seen this go all the way up to seven total was about 40 and a half at open. That has been one of the, one of the totals that has been bet up here pretty significantly up to 42. And as it stands right now, this is your second highest total on the board for the eight games here to come today. 
Yeah, and uh, just looking, you think most of the starters are going to play. I believe uh, this from James Palmer at the NFL Network. Vaughn Miller told him he is not going to play today. He'd be really, I guess, the only healthy starter that's not going to see any action for the Bills. I believe that was also confirmed by Cynthia Freeland, who is mm-hmm. doing the Bills local telecast as a sideline reporter. And, uh, you know, look, that's why you're seeing that. And, look, I was impressed with the Bills from what I saw. Now, the backups turned the ball over. That game was kind of a turnover fest in yep. terms of the backups. But the Bills do come back and they do win the game. But I was impressed with what I saw in terms of the depth, especially on defense with the secondary. We know, you know, with uh, Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, the usual suspects that are going to start in that secondary. But they're very deep there. And the Colts really had, including a couple of the first unit guys, kind of the ones hash slash two hybrid guys had trouble getting separation and had trouble, I think, getting down the field against these guys. So I think that that's why you're seeing uh, a lot of this movement. So how long Allen goes, I would guess no more than a quarter. Maybe they take the Andy Reid approach like in Kansas City where it's like, okay, starters are going the first quarter, the twos are going the second quarter, and then everybody else goes the second half. So maybe that's how Sean McDermott elects to approach that. And this it, at least what he he said, who knows how much this will carry out, was that the starters will play quite a healthy I'm out. So mm-hmm. take that for what, whatever, whatever it's worth there. But you figure one man's out, like, healthy uh, amount is like uh, one series and another man's like a quarter and a half. We'll see. But at least for a, a, a group that has invested heavily in that cornerback position, especially through the draft where Kyer Elam comes in as the first round draft pick. Yeah. We saw them go deeper in, in the draft as well. The sixth round pick Christian Benford. Uh, so you'd, you'd imagine this will be a big uh, testing spot for them today. I would think at least uh, on the, the Denver side, probably going to be a, a mirror of what we saw in week one. Wes, you would think from the, uh, the quarterback perspective there. Yeah, that, that would be, that would be my guess. Denver already, by the way, does have an injury in terms of uh, Tim Patrick going on IR. So one of Russell Wilson's uh, weapons taken away, but back to the bills. Uh, one of the interesting, I think the, uh, in terms of a position battle, because most of these position battles aren't really position battles. It's kind of like, okay, we're giving you an opportunity, you know, show us something basically 50 or 51 of the 53 man roster is spoken for. And then there's going to be a guy or two. That's an undrafted free agent that makes it on special teams. But you do, I think have at least a legitimate position battle in Buffalo on offense, which we think is going to be very potent. Despite the fact, Brian Dables now in New York, Ken Dorsey takes over as the offensive coordinator and also uh, uh, Joe Brady is the quarterback's mm-hmm. coach, but Devin Singletary is being challenged by the second round pick James cook out of Georgia. And then Zach Moss is still in the mix. They still like to use, him I think a little bit in the passing game out of the backfield so the anticipation it seems like this that Cook is eventually going to take over that job I'm sure it's not going to be the bulk of the carries they're still going right. to split the load but the fact that uh, James Cook might be getting the start as a rookie they've added pieces on offense OJ Howard now in the backup Dawson Knox at tight end uh, the receivers can Gabe Davis do what he did last year or was that just like you know a one year kind of like second half of the season playoff wonder because now he's got a lot of expectations then we know of course what we're getting out of digs uh, you, you would imagine you would think that at the very least uh, as far as Denver too is a lot of Josh Johnson Brett Rippon those are the two quarterbacks last week Johnson the starters were anticipating jo- seeing that, uh, that, jo- that Josh, jo- Josh Johnson right. has packed up the frequent flyer oh, yeah. I was watching that telecast oh, yeah. last week and they showed and I forget the names of it but somebody did screenshot all the teams he's been with and I counted 17 teams in four leagues I believe it's unbelievable. that Josh Johnson but you know what if the dude is still good enough to get a check the, at this point, he's getting been getting paychecks from 17 different teams and professional.
professional football. Something to be said for that. He's a, look, he's a pro. 16 to 23 for a buck, 72 and two touchdowns last week against Dallas. So he, he put up pretty good numbers mm-hmm. in a starter's role uh, a week ago. Uh, speaking of injuries, you talked about Tim Patrick. When we return, we do have an injury update from one uh, rookie out of New England. This happened last night. We'll tell you about uh, the details of that. Uh, you were also saying earlier, Wes, you, you'd prefer a quick death if you were better as opposed to just uh, yeah, don't long, prolong the agony. Prolonged Ta- agony. Time is a finite resource. If you, the only game of event, really any professional sports going on right now outside of some European soccer. If you bet the uh, New York Liberty today in the WNBA playoffs, up 1-0, big upset over the they sky in the first game. They didn't give you Liberty. Game, they gave you death. That was a quick death. They are. I mean, that thing is what? 42-19 to 19 in the first half as the sky were 9-point favorites looking to bounce back up with, with the uh, the must-win game for them. So Yeah, we're going game three in the game in three. New York City. Oh, Wes loves a good game three WNBA playoffs. We'll talk about that injury news and talk about the rest of the preseason slate when we return here on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Experience the thrills of Fight Night with BetMGM. Sign up today using bonus code VSIN1000, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Get in the ring and enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features 
And daily boosted on specials, you can even wager on the MMA showdown tonight in Salt Lake City. The welterweight champion goes head-to-head -head with the number two contender in the main event. So simply download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code VEASAN1000 and your very first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Not rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Pennsylvania, Nevada, or New York. I got to think. Our technical B busy director. Busy fight uh, day today, by the way. We it have is. that big card. Uh, Kamar Usman and Leon Edwards. Uh, their second matchup over in Salt Lake City. Uh, big boxing this afternoon. Oh, Heavyweight championship need, of the world. Uh, over it. Alexander Yusik out of the Ukraine against Anthony Joshua. They're going to be fighting over there in Jeddah. Saudi Arabia, you sick about a two dollar favor. As one, of course, a boxing match in Saudi Arabia. Because of course, I was just going to say, our, I think our uh, technical uh, director Jeremy Wangle, he'll have, he'll probably have some action on the uh, on the UFC. I, yes. I feel like I know Jeremy pretty well. Yes. He definitely will. Uh, Liz Foster, also our other technical director, hanging out downstairs. Kevin, the house. Stephen Bond, our uh, producer as well. On a Saturday, we've got a bunch of NFL today. Eight preseason games in total. Two starting at the top of this next hour here in about 15 minutes. We'll recap all the final closing lines uh, in a little bit once those games are just about ready to uh, get things kicked off. At least for last night, we had the three games. West already gave some of our general thoughts, but one injury piece of concern coming out of New England where we didn't see a whole lot of Mac Jones was just four of eight in a couple series last night. Tyquan Thornton, their rookie wide receiver, expecting him to be a pretty immediate contributor there in New England. He is going to be out. This was just in the last half hour for me in Rappaport suffers a collarbone injury. He, mm -hmm. he, he was ruled out with a shoulder injury midway through the game last night. As Rappaport says, it is uh, it is a timetable that they are not thinking will be season ending, which is certainly good news. But again, we're, I mean, this, we're a long way for the season being over and this presumably will be a pretty significant thing. If, especially when you're hearing collarbone for a rookie wide receiver. Yeah. And that's somebody that they obviously want to see something out of second round pick. You look at that Patriots depth chart, Devonte Parker, who comes in from Miami, Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar signs from Las Vegas. So there's not that like number one X receiver, you know, that number one target on this team. Team, and obviously for a developing quarterback like Mac Jones in his second year, who I thought showed poise and composure and intelligence, but now you kind of want to do you take the training wheels off a little bit? And it's going to be interesting to see. Look, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to call the plays for Mac Jones. If it's going to be Mac Patricia or Joe Judge. I know uh, Mac Jones had some nice things to say about Patricia, called him one of the most brilliant football minds he's ever come across, certainly. So uh, we'll see how that materializes there in New England going throughout the season. We, especially after last night, we saw it was all Patricia's show. And mm -hmm. will that remain to be the case? Uh, I guess we'll, we'll find out here over the next, uh, at least the final week of what, the preseason. He's, what is the, uh, uh, what they, amphibious. Yes. Ambidextrous. Yes. Uh, bo yep. Both sides of the I mean, ball, look, yes. amphibious, ambidextrous. I'm amphibious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Matt Patricia, not a guy I who strikes you who as did amphibious. that quote. Uh, it was somebody in sports. One of the great quotes, <laughs> and I forget. It's okay. But you're, you're only tracking like 12 different sports. West, yes. So you, you have to be forgiven for some of these things. Uh, we talked about uh, a, the, the other earlier game too, in the preseason for today's slate, the Colts and, uh, and how they have moved on from Carson Wentz and all the comments this week from Jim Irsay, the owner about uh, pretty much throwing Carson under the bus. So Wentz, we expect to see him at least to a degree. Uh, I'm not sure how much we'll see of him in Washington there today, but that is a game that has had a pretty significant amount of line movement as well. Washington and Kansas city. This is our other, uh, this will be the afternoon game. This is at four o'clock Eastern. So a little over uh, three hours from now, but the chiefs opened about a three and a half point favorite West got bet up as high as five and a half, a little bit of buyback coming back on Washington, seeing now chiefs market wide minus five, but your total 
sits at 43 and a half. So your highest total on the board of all these week two uh, preseason games as it stands right now. By the way, that I'm amphibious quote was the great Charles Shackelford from NC State. I can shoot Thank with my you. left hand. I can shoot with my right hand. I'm amphibious. Thank so I uh, wanted to uh, correct that for the record. But anyway, <laughs> let's get to more pertinent matters. We do see the Chiefs have moved up to five and we know what the Chiefs do. The Chiefs aren't exactly coy about what they usually do in the preseason. Uh, you saw it last week against Chicago. They play the ones for a quarter. They played the twos for the second quarter and then they go and then they go on for there, even though Chad Henney not going to go today for the commander. So you're going to see a little bit of more of Shane Bouchelle, probably second and third quarter. And then crumb cleans it up in the fourth. But look, Kansas city first drive last week again, Chicago Mahomes, you know, 11 plays 72 yards or whatever it was, does what he does and they get the good touchdown. And then the bears pretty much outplayed him the rest of the game. So, uh, you know, on the Washington side, I like a little bit of what I saw out of Sam Howell. You know, maybe he could be a future quarterback there. Obviously, Carson Wentz gets another chance. And look, he got asked point blank in camp. He's like, well, Philadelphia didn't want you. Indianapolis didn't want you. What's going to be different here in Washington? So that remains to be seen. And that's really the million-dollar question for this organization. Yeah, and like it was at least positive from Wentz week one, 10 of 13, 74 yards uh, even though it was a lot of just uh, check down Charlie here and there for, for mm-hmm. Wentz, as you see with a lot of these guys, if we're being honest, you, you don't see quarterbacks air it out a ton. in a lot of these preseason games, Howell nine to 16 for a buck 45 and a touchdown. Uh, actually, I did not throw for a touchdown was sacked a couple of times, but did at least have over nine yards per attempt there last week in relief for Washington. And that loss to, uh, to Carolina. Uh, I, I just think about Kansas city too. And where we've come and we talked about this, like with the lions and how, It just seems like you get these Mm -hmm. tidal waves of general opinion on teams, and this can extend to divisions too. And where the AFC West, I mean, how much have we been talking up the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders? It seems like all three have gotten some amounts of varying love. None of that has really been been uh, spread to Kansas City, though. Haven't had haven't heard a whole lot of people West this offseason say, "Yo, I like uh, the, the Chiefs, who are still the favorites to win that division." But with Tyree Kill exiting, going to Miami from Kansas City, it seems like maybe, I don't know if they, you feel like they are actually an under-the-radar team for as popular and as public a team as they have been the last couple of years. But it feels like they're almost teetering on that kind of territory entering into the yeah, season. Yeah, they very well could be because obviously you have a couple of new pieces there at receiver. You have uh, Valdez Scantling comes in from Green Bay. Hardman is back. Smith Schuster comes in from Pittsburgh. So, you know, is it just, okay, we're just going to plug and play, you know, within this offense and we're still going to produce. I expect the Chiefs to still be a very good offense. Sky Moore, also a, a receiver they drafted in the second round. Uh, you you look at the offensive line, it seems like they've stabilized it a little bit. I know they've had some shuffling over the last couple of years. You got to think that they're going to be able to run the ball with Edwards Hilaire and McKinnon, uh, who uh, uh, comes in from San Francisco. So I think we just assume that the Chiefs offense is going to be fine, even though last year, remember, we were referencing that Green Bay game that Jordan Love started. Yeah. The reason why Green Bay was able to get in the back doors because Kansas City was only able to muster 13 points because they had that rough few weeks where everybody kind of played those two high safeties with the exception of the Raiders. And that's why the, I think Kansas City scored like 2000 points in two games basically against the Raiders last year because Gus Bradley is like, no, we're just going to go with one deep safety. And they had those two on un- those under underneath safeties, but eventually the chiefs made the adjustments and I think got the offense going right. So yeah, you're right. They are a little bit under the radar because they really 
they didn't have, I think, as many additions as some other teams did, of course, with the Raiders, with Devontae Adams, the big addition, and then uh, Russell Wilson going to Denver. So their additions didn't make necessarily as many headlines as the other three teams. And, yeah, you, you think about where Kansas City is not. You were at least able to figure out and weave and wade through all those inconsistencies. And, diff- as you mentioned, trying to figure out the patience for Patrick Mahomes against the mm-hmm. two-deep safety. Look, you've kind of gotten through that. You've now had an offseason to figure out your game plan even further we'll see how that manifests itself into the regular season for what it's worth uh, this was a 42 and a half total today west bet up now uh, it was as high as 44 and a half we've seen that come back down looks like it'll be at about 43 and a half as we get uh, we're about three hours still from defensively they tried to get a little younger too uh, trent mcduffie out of washington their first round pick is going to be a starter at right corner george Karloftis, who i am very high on who they got in the last end of the first round as a pass rusher out of purdue leo chanel out of wisconsin so they're going to need a lot of contributions from young guys I think, uh, you know, Chris Jones, still a mainstay, gets double teamed in the middle, Frank Clark. So who's going to now emerge as that other pass rusher on the left side? We, yeah, that is uh, one of those other preseason uh, storylines. We'll have to uh, wait out and see for four o'clock Eastern is the kickoff for that game. We still have uh, five other games that we'll preview throughout the rest of the show that are all are n- late night games on the card tonight. Chiefs, as you see right now, pretty much a market wide five point favorite on the other side. We'll, we'll talk as well about the closing lines for the two games you're about to start in Indianapolis and in Buffalo. In the meantime, we do have three games on the major league baseball card about to start anything early. You're looking at here on these, uh, these three about to get underway. Nothing that I have bet as of yet, but uh, those three games that you do mention, of course, a uh, double header, by the way, in yeah. Philadelphia, it'll be Williams and Wheeler going for the Mets and Phillies respectively. And then uh white at uh, Mitch white against Garrett Cole. Look, the Yankees, Really? They, minus 190 at yeah. BetMGM? I mean, that yeah, seems no, nuts no, to me. No thank you to me. That doesn't mean I'm going to go and jump and bet uh, Mitch White and the Blue Jays. But the Yankees, all of a sudden, they are, they are falling on very hard times right now. A lot of lot of things going wrong with that team. So I would definitely not lay it with the Yankees. Uh, anything I might play here, maybe a small lean to Zach Wheeler in the first game for the Phillies against the Mets, but nothing for me in the first three. Uh, Aaron Boone coming out and saying uh, our team should be ticked off I feel like if this was like the 80s, you'd see some more colorful language. Yeah. Right? Like the Billy Martin, George Steinberg. No, you, Ticked you, off. That's you, all you get you out of here. You don't have the boss anymore nope. uh, going to the media <laughs> and on the front page of the New York uh, Post. That, that is certainly true. We'll, uh, we'll give you some final updates on all these preseason games about to kick off when we return. Hour number two up next on BAA. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.